trigger warning before we get started, we're going to talk about sex. Mom, just just turn this one off. You can skip this one. Just go ahead and go to the next one. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the show. This week, I wanted to talk about something really, really interesting to me. And the reason why I wanted to talk about sex, more specifically, female sexuality. And even more specifically than that, how sometimes it's used against us. Don't worry, I'll explain. I don't have cable anymore. So literally, the only way that I can keep connected with things that are going on outside of my four walls of my apartment is to be on social media. I was never really a social media person before, maybe like last year, but kind of just starting my, my business, my podcast and all that stuff, I realized that I really do have to be on those platforms a lot more. Being on those platforms, you're privy to a lot of just tomfoolery in the culture, I guess we can say. And one of the new, most recent things of tomfoolery that I've seen lately is this beef that Joe Button has right now with the game. And at the center of it, you have the game who, I don't know if it was a diss record or just a record period. There was one where he was talking about Kim Kardashian and how he hit it first and she was swallowing cake. I don't know. Then there was another one that he, I guess maybe he mentioned Sin Santana who's with Joe Button right now. I don't know if he mentioned her in a, a song, a blog post. Um, an Instagram post, something like that. But that's the reason why these two are at it right now. And it got me to thinking, not about who was right between the two men who are literally arguing about another human being and who had them first, but the women in this, right? Now, here's the thing. I'm not a big Kardashian fan at all, but I always hate it when our, uh, Ray J put out that song and that video about I hit it first. Why is it always this badge of honor for men to use our sexuality against us to wave a flag to show off how many notches they have in their belt? But at the same time, we're not allowed in this society to be sexual beings ourselves. I can't go out as a single woman in her 30s. One, I'm always going to get asked, why are you not married? Why don't you have any children? Um, Because if I wanted those things, if those things were ready for me, if I was ready for those things, I would have them by now. Okay, there's a reason why, and it's none of your goddamn business. Okay, the other piece of that is why can't I just be single? Let's say if I didn't want to get married, is that even acceptable for a woman to say something like that? If I didn't want to have children, like completely just didn't want to have children, would that be okay as a woman for me to say something like that? If I just wanted to be single for the rest of my life, if I just wanted to date casually have casual sex with guys never even have a monogamous relationship or maybe i do maybe i have a boyfriend maybe i have a girlfriend whatever whatever's whatever i want to do with my own body why is that not my choice to make or why whatever my choice is why is it looked down upon as unladylike or why am i called a slut a whore a tramp a trick all this other stuff but men are celebrated for the exact same things. Can you imagine two women arguing over which rapper they slept with first? Can you imagine, I don't know, literally just examples, Ashanti and I don't know, who else came out around the same time as her? Nivea, 
arguing about who slept with the dream first or who slept with Nelly first. Like, come on. Like to the point where I'm like, I want these women to kind of step up and just say, don't listen, don't use me as a piece. Don't use me. Don't objectify me in a way that puts me in the middle of a dick swinging contest between you and some other brother on the other side of the earth. Don't use me as that. What do you think about that? Do you feel like women are allowed to be as sexual as they want to be or as they choose to be? Are you someone that thinks that a woman should be virtuous? Should we wait until we get married to lose our virginities? There was a conversation that they had on The View and Abby, I can't think of her last name, maybe Huntsman. Hashtag let Abby speak. Now, listen, I don't agree with this is just super sad. note. I don't agree with half of anything that comes out of Abby's mouth. But when I say Sunny, Joy, Whoopi, Megan, don't nobody let her talk. Hashtag let Abby speak. Back to the show. Abby had mentioned on the show that she was a virgin when she got married and she's literally only been with her husband. Now, do not fire shots at me, but I can confidently say I do like the show, but literally until a couple of months ago, I had never really watched Empire before. Pause for reaction. No, I literally never watched it. I had always like seen it. If I would go to my best friend's house and she would have like it recorded or she'd be like, hey, we're watching Empire. Like, oh, okay. Just let me watch it. Same thing with Power. Oh, sorry, y'all. I've never seen Power before. <laughs> I know. I know. I've never literally just sat down and watched Power. But I have Hulu now. I see that in my future. Anyway, back to Empire. It was kind of like, I was kind of wondering, like, the, was that supposed to be like a, a plot twist there for a specific reason? You, you saw Lucius, Terrence Howard's character, go through all these awakenings, these sexual awakenings, you know, sowing your wild oats when you're a kid. And Cookie, a.k.a. Taraji P. Henson, was literally a virgin before she got married to Lucius, before they got together. And he was the only man that she'd been with for the longest amount of time. I remember growing up and my mom, I grew up in a very church going to household. We went to church every Sunday. Literally, my grandmother played the piano at church. It was drilled into my head, not even just every Sunday, but just every day. Like once I started to like show that I was becoming a young lady. So I would say maybe around like nine, 10, when things start to like shape and form and come into view, hint, hint, um, we would have all these conversations. And of course we had the conversation about the birds and the bees and I have a younger brother. I'm going to say that poignantly. I have a younger brother which means that he is younger than me which means that I am older than him which means I've been on this earth longer than him our conversations from our parents around the birds and the bees night and day like ice and fire completely different for me it was always keep your legs closed don't talk to boys you're not going nowhere after dark you better be home on the porch at least by the time the street lights come on and keep it closed keep it tight clink clink Lock it down. Don't have no kids. Stay a virgin till you get married and you can't get married until you at least in your mid thirties. Like all that stuff was kind of thrown at me from both sides. I would say definitely more on my mom's side. My mom always used these cute, but also kind of ridiculous nicknames for private areas. Um, I've never heard my mother call, call it the actual scientific terms. It's always your jewel or your cha-cha or your special place or your girly land or your kingdom. I actually call it Victoria, but that's a conversation for a whole nother day. Just all this, 
all this fluff that I got. Now, again, my brother, younger than me, it was pretty much kind of like, look, this is what happens. This is how you put on a condom. Make sure you always keep condoms with you. Don't get nobody pregnant. (laughs) Completely night and day. And I always wondered about that. Where does that come from? Is it something that we've just kind of ingrained into ourselves over the years? Is it some just old adage just kind of left over from years and years? I was a really, really big fan. I'm still actually a really, really big fan of the show Mad Men. Shout out to Mad Men if you watch Mad Men. But one thing that I noticed on that show is that, and this is set in like the 1950s, 1960s, you know, the age of, you know, women staying at home, not being in the workforce, that they, they cooked and cleaned and they did everything at the house, literally in these big dresses and high heels all day long, just waiting for the husbands to come home. And these men who were downtown, you know, New York City working on advertising projects and marketing campaigns and doing all this fast life kind of stuff, they would have two, three, four, five different mistresses. They would just rotate. And some of them, their wife even knew about But as long as it didn't disrupt her perfect, happy suburban home with the white picket fence, the two and a half kids and the golden retriever outside, we were perfectly fine to just kind of overlook those things. Anytime you had a woman who was not a virgin or had slept with one other person or had slept with anybody, period, she was looked down upon. I remember going to health class uh, when I was younger, when I was in school and my mom made it a point to um, send me to private schools which were all Catholic. So our health classes were all about abstinence. Literally. Just don't do it. What do you do about safe sex? Safe sex. Oh, the safest sex is abstinence. You just don't do anything. Now you're telling this to a bunch of prepubescent hormone riddled teenagers. Do you really think that that's what's going to happen? And boys are encouraged to sow their wild oats. I remember when my brother had like his first serious girlfriend. I want to say he was like, 19, 20, 20, something like that. He was really young. And my dad would say things like, and I actually would feed into it as well. You're young. You're supposed to sell your wild oats. You don't need like a steady girlfriend. You just need to date around. I remember the same conversation with my dad and my mom when I had like my first college really, really serious boyfriend, aka The Punisher. It was Oh, it's going to be so awesome. You think you're going to marry him? Do you think he's going to marry you? You need to start getting yourself ready. See, that's what I was telling you. That's why all of that, making your bed every morning, cleaning up. See, ain't no man going to ask no woman's hand in marriage unless she know how to cook and clean. I remember having all those same conversations. Again, that double standard of what we're allowed to do. I'm 19, 20 years old. I'm not even old enough to drink. And I have a boyfriend and my advice is make sure you lock him down. Make sure this is the one. Make sure you show him your worth so that he chooses you at the end. I wasn't told to sow my wild oats. I wasn't told to just go out there and live. Make sure you be safe about it. But I wasn't told to go out there and live. Did I live? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. You're supposed to go out and do these things. That way you get it out of your system. That way, when you do find that one, you know that it's actually the one. And I think this, this, you know, looking down on women for for owning and, and knowing their sexuality and using it how they see fit. 
I think it's always going to be detrimental to us. I think if you look at, you know, how we treat women in this country, it, it derives all from those little bitty things. I remember when Amber, oh, I can't think of her last name, Amber Rose. I remember when she first came out with the whole slut walk thing. And it was kind of like, um, so y'all go march wearing whatever, literally whatever. You're going to march um, wearing whatever to show that you're okay with being called a slut, a whore, a tramp, just to kind of show off in spotlight on this double standard that exists between men and women. And at first I was kind of like, ooh, baby, I don't know about that. I don't know if we want to do that, girl. Like, mm, keep your hoe in private. But then again, she was right. I have to admit. Now, would I do things a different way? Maybe. But I understand the premise of what she was coming from. We can own taking the walk of shame home. If I want to go out, if I'm a consenting adult, whatever I choose to do with another consenting adult, as long as it's legal, doesn't hurt anybody, why can't I do that? Why am I not encouraged to go out and live my very best life? And if I want to throw it at whoever is willing to catch it, that's my business. But for men or society or whoever to use that against us, I... Black women especially, they always say that we're over-sexualized. That our bodies are used as or viewed as more as objective than subjective. They don't belong to us. They belong to the world. I think all women can kind of feel that way. That our bodies sometimes are not for us, but they're for the world's enjoyment or the world's entertainment. Whenever you see like an R-rated movie, if there's going to be nudity, you 99.99% know that it's going to be a woman who's nude. I remember on Valentine's Day, side note, listen to the Valentine's Day podcast if you didn't already. So this past Valentine's Day, this wasn't the first Valentine's Day I've been single, but this is the first one where I chose either not to go on a date, side note, to, oh boy, that asked me out. We'd already gone out before, but... Isn't it weird to go out with somebody like on Valentine's Day if you're not together? It just seems so odd to me. But anyway, I turned down some invitations. I decided to purposefully spend that day at home. No dates, no friends, no, what do you call it? Galentine's Day, none of that stuff. I was just going to sit at home and just date myself that night. So I decided to watch all three Fifty Shades of Grey, which was probably the best decision or the worst decision. You tell me with a full stomach of Moscato. And one thing that I did like was that there was a little bit more emphasis on the male form than just her always having to take off her clothes than just her always having to be dominated. There were times when she actually flipped the script on old boy and I was like, yeah, yeah, and I get it, and I get it. But that's not the rule for us. It's the exception. And I hate that. I remember when Sex in the City first came out. I still, not even just was. I'm one of those people, there, there's a couple of shows where like, I can literally quote, if you give me one scene or if you give me one line, I can tell you exactly the name of the episode that that line is in, 
who said that line, what context it was said in, and also what season and episode that particular phrase came from. I was a diehard Sex and the City fan. Like, I was the girl that when the movies came out, first of all, I almost passed out when I saw a trailer for it. Second of all, um, I don't know, please... Listen, I know that Kim Cattrall said that she would never do another Sex in the City movie. Listen, I understand. I just feel I need one more just for my spirit to feel completely complete. Kim, if you out there, if you listening, somebody as close to Kim is listening to this. Just put this podcast. Listen, Kim, hear me with your heart and not just your ears, baby. Just listen. Just do a cameo over the phone. Over the phone. Just let them have your voice. And then they can just say, you you in Paris, you in Indonesia or something, living your best life with Smith J. Whatever. Just, just, y'all, please. Just, we just need one more. I just need one more. And that's it. I'm good. I'm done. Side note, back to the regular show. Sex in the City was like this huge show when it came out. And I think I was like in high school at the time. It's funny because I'm the same age now as Carrie is when the show starts. I think that's so hilarious. But anyway, well, I was gonna, that was bound to happen eventually. Um, but I would like always sneak and watch that show. And I knew that there was sex in it just because I think, I don't even think my parents knew why they were banning me from the show. I think they just knew it was on HBO. It came on at night. It wasn't that late, but it came on at night on HBO. And the title literally was Sex and the City. So I think they already had like their misconceptions about what the show was about. Now, if you've never seen it, there's definitely sex in it. But the reason why the show became so groundbreaking is because it was women who were owning their sexuality. It's kind of like the Golden Girls before they became the Golden Girls. It was like the Golden Girls in their 30s, like established in New York City, living their best life. None of them were in relationships. None of them were married. And they were all just navigating their way through this hustle and bustle of this huge, big city that is New York and just doing what women have always done. But for whatever reason, was shocking to the world to see it on film. So the fact that in a span of a 10 episode arc season, Carrie would be probably with a different guy, if not every episode, every other episode. That was shocking back then. I never knew why. (laughs) I guess I kind of felt like it might have been shocking. It's not really that shocking to us now, or it shouldn't be, I guess is the main point that I'm trying to drive at. If you saw the same show just with all men who were going out and dating different women every single night, it'd be like any other show that you saw starring men, period. But the fact that a show like that in the early 2000s or late 90s, whenever Sex and the City first premiered, the fact that it was such a groundbreaking show at that late in the game is like baffling to me. You think about all these shows that we have now. You have Girls, you know, written and created by Lena Dunham. You have Insecure, my girl, Issa. You have all these types of shows that show it from the point of view of the woman. And these are women who are owning their sexuality. They're owning their bodies. They're not afraid to show their bodies. They're not afraid to show their sexuality. And I think sometimes it comes with its own challenges. That freedom is not necessarily completely ours to have yet. There's still that whole vein of, have I slept with too many men? Am I too used up? Will I be able to find somebody after this? If I sleep with him, will he tell his friend? If I sleep with this person, does that make me a whore? If I never talk to them again, 
but the sex was good. All these things kind of go through our minds as women. We want to explore our sexuality more, but when you have the pressure of not just the outside world, but sometimes it can be internal. If you have it programmed into you or beaten into you, that being a woman means being a lady, means being virtuous, means being pure, means you need to be able to wear that white wedding dress on your wedding day. That's important for you. That's something deep, right? Not only is it external, but we internalize it ourselves. And that pressure always seems to be coming from not just the outside, but from the inside out. I'm in my early 30s. And I feel that pressure now about getting married and having children. And it weighs on me a lot. And I think about my ex that we actually like very, very thoroughly talked about getting married and all this other stuff. And I think sometimes maybe I should have took him up on his offer when he was offering it to me. But then I think, no, (laughs) no, like 50 Cent said, I thought I was on to something. But then I thought again, no, it was nothing. (laughs) But that pressure that I have, it comes from internally... I feel like my biological clock is ticking, which it is. And the outside to the point where even my dad, oh, my dad, my dad is like asking me about it. My dad is not like a kid baby person. When I say at all, I mean at all. Like think Lucius Lion. Lucius Lion is like my dad. Or I can't even think of another like analogy. My dad is like Lucius Lyon and the dad from Family Matters all mixed up together. (laughs) Not really a baby person. But now, now when he sees me, he literally is like, so I would hope that one of y'all going to give me some grandkids sometime soon. I'm just saying. He's getting to that age. My mom is constantly with my little cousins picking up. Oh, can you come pick up little? Oh, yeah, sure, baby. I'm like, why are you always with the kids? Ain't you supposed to be retired, living your best life? And my grandma told me, she was like, I think she wants some grandkids, baby. I think that's why she always makes it a point to be around the kids. I think she wants some grandkids. Like, ugh. All of that pressure. All that pressure that we have on us to stay on the the right track. So again, you could wear that white dress on your wedding day. But am I not allowed to explore myself before I get there? Kim Kardashian, let's not lie. She is pretty much a sex symbol for this generation. We could argue about the merits of her talent, if she should even be famous, so on and so forth. All the naked pictures, the videos, all of that. There's so many people that could tell Kanye, I hit it first. But why is that our go-to? Why do we have to put our women in a place where... Let me show off how manly I am. And the way that I'm going to do that is I'm going to tell the world that I've been with your woman first. Why is that okay for men? But it's not something that you see on the flip side of the equation. Why is that okay for Ray J to record a song called I Hit It First? Why is that okay? Why is that okay for us to be blasted on Instagram, on Snapchat, on whatever? Why is that okay? 
but we don't return the favor. Nor should we. You're allowed to be you. Let us be us. That woman is married with three children. Why are you throwing her past, whoever it was with, regardless of if it was you or not, whatever she did, bondage, furry, kink, domination, whatever, whatever she was into. She was single. You were single. She was an adult. You were an adult. She consented. You consented. It was between the two of you. But for us to continue to use female sexuality and throw it back in females' faces, you're saying whatever you do with your body, you're not allowed to do unless you have the stamp of approval by society on it. Tragic. But we continue. Now listen, Nikki's been living her absolute best life. Whatever I've done, I've done it because I've wanted to do it. And I've had some really hard conversations with my mom about my own sexuality. Specifically, when I told her that I was not going to get married. If I wore a white dress, it would be more ceremonial than actually symbolic. Now, (laughs) we can talk about what really all that means in another deep dive. But I think it's circular, right? So think about that, especially my man out there. I probably have like out of the 100, let's say 112 people listen to the last podcast. Let's say out of those 112, two were men. I would hope that you would look at a woman, not in her sexuality, not just as something to use or to exploit or something to remember fondly because you how you enjoyed it. But instead, think about her sexuality. Think about the choice that she's making, either to be with you or to not be with you. What I choose to do with my body or flip. What I choose not to do with my body. Again, all me. The Me Too movement, the whole consent conversation, all that kind of goes into it as well. Whether or not you choose to experiment with your younger or whether or not you choose to hold on to everything until you actually do get married. I applaud people like Abby who stick to their conviction to stick to their convictions if that's what your convictions are. If that is truly your intent to save yourself until you get married and you actually accomplish that, that's amazing. That's wonderful. If you choose to go down a path where you don't save yourself where you in a relationship and you decide to have sex with that person. That's okay as well. And I think we do ourselves and kids that we're bringing up a disservice by not having the same conversation with our boys that we have with our girls. Are we contributing to that cycle by putting that pressure on them to where they view marriage as an achievement? I have to get somebody to choose me. When I say pick me culture is a thing with women, oh, I can't. I can't. The the begging, the thirst is so real. Please, please don't. Please don't. Especially when it comes to sexuality. Please don't be a pick me, thirsty girl when it comes to your sexuality. This is what I mean by thirsty when it comes to your sexuality. 
where you post or you make sure that people know that you can or are willing to do things, not for yourself or for your own gratification, but for the partner, for him. I just want to show off the fact that I can deep throw this entire banana. I mean, if you just derive complete pleasure from that, I mean, I guess, yay, yay you. But if not, if you're just doing it just to show off because you want attention, my baby, you part of the problem as well. Oh, no, please don't. Please don't. I hope that, I don't know. I don't know. I like these deep dives though. But that bothers me. That bothers me so much. I feel like there was another recent situation where something like that is going on. And this whole thing about the the Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson, whatever the other girl name is, Jordan Woods. Uh, we could definitely talk about female sexuality or sexuality, period, with that whole thing. But here's the thing. I don't have the energy, the time, nor the inclination, especially not to come to the rescue of a Kardashian who from my recollection, it seems has probably broken girl code maybe like two, three, four, five, six times by now. I'm just saying. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to jump on a train attacking some young girl for being young, dumb, and stupid in her early 20s. I remember when the port- reports came, first came about about Kylie kicking Jordan out, blah, blah, blah. And they said her best friend Jordan, 20 years old or 21 years old. And I'm like, oh, Oh, I mean, still you trash, trash, because that's literally your best friend's sister's baby daddy. So trash. But at the same time, this is some 20, 21 year old girl who obviously this is what she's been surrounded with. I mean, look her. I mean, she's with that family all the time. And again, from what I see, even with her best friend, like this is a patterns that y'all have. So I don't want to use the word karma. Eh, I don't know. But I don't want to rake this young girl over the coals either. What you did was trash. The both of y'all. That's what I want to make sure that people understand. It's almost like there's no fault on Tristan at all. It really seems like we're viewing him as like, eh, he's just doing what he always did. Or what men always do. No, 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 no. Not every man is like that. He's just trash. (laughs) He's just trash. He's just trash. And ladies, please don't think that you can try to use your sexuality to make a man any different to how he was to the previous woman. Because from what I can see, didn't he do this to his last baby mama? Did y'all even know that he had a previous baby mama before Chloe? Probably not. If you did, drop something in the comments for me. So now that I've had the conversation with you guys, I want to hear from you, please. So drop me a line. The double digit diva at gmail.com. Hit me up on the blog. Hit me up on the website. Remember to make sure you subscribe. Stay tuned. Come back every single week for more deep dives, more conversations, and more talks about topics that are just out there in the world, out there in the culture. What do you think about female sexuality? Are you a female? Do you agree with me? Do you see things a little bit differently? Do you feel like we should maybe save ourselves until we get married? Do you feel like we're okay to make choices and do Whatever it is that we want to do, same as men. Do you feel like men should be held to a higher standard? Do you feel like the standard that we have for men and women is okay the way it is right now? Whatever your stance is, whatever your opinion is, I want to hear from you. Make sure you drop me a line. Make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you listen in. Remember, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. I love all of y'all. Hit me up on all my social media. Drop me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear from or about next week.
Mwah. Until next time, it's just me and this mic.